This podcast is for you if you are ready for a change, a shift, a transformation in your life about your money. Whatever your path has been, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you're ready to stop fighting yourself, to have more fun, to do more of what you want to do, and be more of who you are meant to be, to become a maven. So let's get started. My name is Melissa Paul, and I'll be your host. Welcome to Dear Money Maven. We recently talked about the easiest path to success being made up of three separate components, and those are having the right plan, having the right mindset, and then taking right action. And all of those three components work together and support each other. And when one of those components is off, as we talked about before, the whole system can become a lot more complicated. What we're going to talk about now is the plan portion of that little formula. So write plan. I often ask people when they want to know about my work, uh, what plan they use to manage their money. And the response that I get is always interesting. I mean, aside from the fact that I'm super interested in the topic, and so I, uh, I could talk your ear off about it, um, as you have probably already started to notice. But some people will say things like, I just live, you know, live within my means. And that's not really a system. It's one of those interesting things where it's what we're told, right? It's what your parents may have said, you know, just live within your means. Um, articles that we read will talk about that. But we, we can't really quite get an understanding. First of all, we don't get all of our money for an annual event all at once, and all of our expenses don't show up all at once. Everything is doled out in bits and chunks throughout uh, the course of time. And so living within your means can be a whole group of different decisions to make along the way. So uh, it's not a system. So let's just start with that. If that's what you're currently using, it's probably pretty stressful. You are either erring on the side of saving as much money and setting as much money aside as possible, or you are looser on the, and you're on the other side of the spectrum, right? Where you're just spending and you'll figure it out as you go. The biggest tool that we have when wanting to gain control of our money and really starting to move things so that we can direct our progress Living within your means means you're winning maybe a little bit, but you're not exactly sure if you're moving things forward because you don't have that sense of control. And what we want with a plan is to have a sense of control. Again, ideally, you need to be able to get to your goals. The plan needs to be driving you towards something. And we talked before about the um, road trip to San Diego, right? So the plan is the map to get you there. And this is so important with our money. But the good thing is when you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with your money, getting a plan that works for you is the best tool that you will have in order to overcome those feelings. 
overcome that overwhelm because it does all of these different, gives you all these different benefits. One of them being you have uh, something solid to look at. It makes the decisions for you. And when you have something, a system in place that makes decisions for you, that plan becomes a lens that you can look through in order to make your money decisions. So it's something that you can reliably lean upon. It supports you. You know it's taking you to where you want to go. So you don't have to make a thousand new decisions every single month. You're not negotiating against yourself for every single purchase. So I want to talk about the components that make up a good plan because not all money plans are created equally for each of us. Some of them are going to work for some people and they may not work for you. So I want to give you again a framework so that you can look at the money plan that you've been working with or maybe you haven't really been working with one and you know you want to because you want to start closing some of those open loops and feeling better, having a plan to rely on to help you make those decisions, free up some space in your mind that we all need. So the four components of an effective money plan are that the plan needs to be easy, effective, flexible, and fun. I'm going to go into these a little bit because I want you to have a solid understanding of why these uh, components are there. So the first one is the plan needs to be easy. We need to keep it easy so that we can keep it in our brains and use it daily on the fly. No matter if you are sitting in front of your laptop or you're at the store about to swipe your debit card. One of the biggest challenges that comes up with with some of the traditional budgeting methods is you've got this 100 line item spreadsheet that lives in your computer but does not live in your brain because it's too much data for us to remember. And then when we're out making any purchasing decisions, we can't quite remember all of that data. You'd have to be compiling categories and mixing and matching and it just becomes uh, complicated. So for a lot of people, that traditional budgeting system is not easy. Now, some people love spreadsheets. I have two friends, love, they love their spreadsheets. And I am a data girl. I I enjoy a good spreadsheet, but I cannot manage my money using one. (laughs) It does not work for me. I do not win the day when I'm out at the store trying to think about what line item this would come off of on my spreadsheet. But it may be easy for you to hold that amount of data. Some people, that kind of engineering brain, they love that amount of data. So you have to decide what's easy for you. So I want you to think about that. Again, this is just a lens I want you to look through. Is this plan easy for me? The next portion of that is, is it effective? And this means, is it getting you to the goals that you have? Not is it effective in having a spreadsheet that runs without glitches, or is it effective when you look at it, but you're not actually working with it? The plan needs to move you forward. You need to feel in control. You need to feel empowered to make wise decisions. And so the plan not only needs to be easy to navigate and easy to manage, it needs to effectively take you towards your goals. The map needs to get you to San Diego. So it needs to be easy and effective. Flexible, third component. 
We don't want to end up with a plan that works right now, today, if everything over the next 12 months goes exactly as planned because the next 12 months are never going to go as planned. <laughs> we talked about that in a recent episode where I talked about unexpected expenses, right? We can expect them. We just don't know what form they're going to show up in. So we need our money plan to be flexible enough to ebb and flow with what's going on in our lives. And I want to talk about this from two different sides. We talked about the unexpected expenses, but your budget also needs to accommodate unexpected income. And I will share a personal story about this. When I was in my late 20s, I was operating my money plan through more of a traditional budget. It was, um, it was a very, very simple budget, but I had all, you know, my items. I knew how much I wanted to be, you know, investing, um, every month. And I knew how much I had for, you know, various categories and I stuck to it pretty, pretty well. Um, I ended up receiving an insurance settlement during this time. So I had unexpected income. And my plan did not account for unexpected income. I had never even imagined, and this was like a $10,000 check. At that point in my life was the craziest amount of money that I'd ever had to manage. And I blew it so quickly that I can't even tell you the duration of time that it stayed in my account because it was so short. I had no responsibility around it. I had no system that accounted for that. So I didn't have any healthy boundaries around what to do with that money. Now, after I blew that money, was I still, quote unquote, sticking to my budget? Yeah, because my budget did not account. It wasn't flexible. It didn't account for unexpected income. It didn't account for unexpected expenses either, quite honestly. I was just fortunate at that time. I didn't have a lot of exposure. I didn't have kids. I didn't have a dog. I, didn't ha I was a renter, you know, and I didn't even own a car at the time. So very, very low risk for uh, a lot of things to blow up in my life. But the flexibility that I'm talking about needs to account for both. We need to be able to manage our money knowing that if our income goes up or our income goes down or expenses change, we need to be able to have flexibility built into our plan so that we can still keep going forward, still heading to San Diego, still getting towards our goals. And if the plan that you have makes it really difficult, meaning you got to start that whole budget from scratch anytime you get off of it, then we end up not making a lot of progress because we're starting over all the time. Often what happens with people is they set up a budget, they start like, you know, they get the, the January resolution and they're like, I'm going to do it this year. They go through everything. They figure out what they spent last year on all these different categories. They got the spreadsheet set up and then end of one, one month, they're getting their credit card bill and they're trying to figure out if, how close they were. And so they start poaching from this category to pay for that and poaching from that category to pay for that. And we end up not really working within the system. You just end up managing a spreadsheet. Now, I'm pretty sure that you don't need more tasks on your to-do list. So make sure that the plan that you are working within is flexible. Now, some people that love the data find working in their spreadsheet 
that's enough flexibility for them. I have a friend that uh, told me he spends two hours a week with his financial spreadsheet. And I was like, like every week? He's like, oh, I love it. I'm like, wow. (laughs) So every week he would go into that spreadsheet and be making modifications. So if there was something that came up to him, that was flexible. He liked going in there and moving stuff around and navigating everything in all those tabs. I work with a lot of people that do not share that enthusiasm about that level of data. If that is you, then flexibility is built into that because you are loving to spend that time and you might be doing, you might be tweaking that spreadsheet as you go along. So that may be the flexibility built into it. But if not, I want you to look at your plan and think about that, not tying yourself to one specific number and everything has to be in this scenario in order for us to win at this game. It needs to be flexible and it needs to be fun. And I talk about this fun like times two. It needs to account for fun in your spending and it needs to be fun for you to manage. Now, the reason for this is I see a lot of problems when budgets will strike fun as the first thing that goes. And that's like going on a diet and saying that you will never, ever again eat sugar. And I just think for most of us, we're going to be able to do that for a while, but then we're not going to do it at a certain point. And so we need to have fun baked into the pie. It has to be part of the plan. It has to account for fun. And it has to be fun for you to actually manage the system because then we will stick to it. And that's the biggest thing. We have overall success with our money only if we stick to things. This is every day counts. Every little decision counts. Everything counts along the way. And if we can't stick to the goals that we have, we can't get any traction. We don't get any progress. We don't get there. We, don't, we never get to San Diego if every time we leave, we got to like start back over and get back in the garage and then back the car out again. And we're just never going to get there. So we need to enjoy this process so that we will easily manage it. We will easily stay within that system so that we can more easily get along our way to our goals. We need to be able to get to San Diego. So again, thinking about these plans, this money plan that is so critical for your overall success. Again, bringing this back around to what we talked about earlier, the easiest path to success with money is made up of right plan, right mindset, right action. The right plan is the foundation for all of it. And that right plan needs to be easy, effective, flexible, and fun so that you can, again, make this as easy as possible for you to get success, get your wins, get momentum, get up to speed, pay off the debt, reassess your next goal, hit that next goal, running through those finish lines so that you're not doing fits and spurts with your money. You're like accomplishing that goal. Okay, now we got to start all over. You need to be able to roll forward, just keep going because this topic is too important for us to have it hard. 
we need to be able to manage our money successfully every single day. And because we need to be able to do this every single day, it needs to be enjoyable. It needs to be easy. It needs to get us to our goals. And we can't have this be the hardest thing that we're doing. If you think about working out, if you find an activity that you really love, it doesn't become a workout then. It's not a task that you have to do because you enjoy it. It just becomes a thing that you do, right? We want your money plan to work with you personally as to who you are for those same reasons. I want it to feel enjoyable for you. I want it to feel easy. I want you to feel in control and empowered. When I teach my unbudgeting workshops, I am always so excited when the women leave the workshop and the two words that I hear most often are that they feel in control and they feel empowered. We can often feel so overwhelmed by the topic of money and by getting control over things, especially if we haven't had a lot of success with it and we feel like well, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm never going to get there and I can't do a spreadsheet. And we start beating ourselves up with all of that negative self-talk. Then I, the first thing I want you to do is feel in control. And you just can make these subtle tweaks to the way that you manage your money and you will suddenly have a whole different perspective, which will allow you to more easily make better decisions, well, which will get you more wins, which will give you more confidence as you move forward. It all spirals together. It all supports each other together. And that's the gift that I want you to have. So again, let's like bring this back around. Easiest path to success with money is based on those three things, right plan, right mindset, right action, and having the right plan in place. Here's your checklist again, as you review the money plan that you're working under. Is it easy? Is it effective? Is it flexible? Is it fun? If you want a different way to manage your money, or if you're unsure if the way that you're managing money is all those things, I encourage you to check out the unbudgeting training. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I also have it available as an on-demand program. You can work through it on your own pace. In the course of a weekend, you can have a plan in place that will work for you. So head over to my website, uh, melissapaul.com. It's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-A-H-L.com. And you'll see links for information on my one-on-one -on -one coaching and then also my on-demand training if the one-on-one -on -one coaching is not for you. Really encourage you to assess your plan and get the right one in place because once you have it in place, there's going to be such a sense of ease and confidence when you're handling your money that is going to bring calm, <laughs> which is so important to this topic. And the flexibility will allow you to look at different scenarios and see what's right for you so that you can always feel like you have a sense of direction with your money. You might be driving around the Midwestern part of the States in your in the open plains, but you know you're going to get to San Diego because you've charted the right path. It's the same thing with our money, and it's not as complicated as sometimes it seems like it feels like. Again, I want to acknowledge that you're taking time right now and in investing in yourself, thinking about things a different way, doing things a different way, 
open to change, all of those make such an impact in your overall success in life. And I just want to acknowledge that. And I also want to remind you that you are worthy. You're doing a great job. We got this. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Melissa here, and I have a gift for you. I have an ebook called How to Manage Your Money Without Budgeting, and I'd like to give it to you. Head over to melissapaul.com. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-A-H-L.com and download your copy. It'll probably take you only 15 or 20 minutes to read the whole thing. And at the end, you will have a complete understanding of this whole system that I talk about in this podcast. I think you're going to find it really valuable and I'm really excited to share it with you. So head over to melissapaul.com and download your copy today. Thanks.